There are four powerful marketing techniques that most investors just miss the boat on. In this episode, I'm going to share with you one industry leader that has got the industry buzzing about their new marketing style. Let's get into it. Still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. I'm sure you've experienced it before. You probably had someone try to push you a product, buy my stuff, click my link, buy now, right? Do you want to buy from me? Maybe that constant nagging, you know, cousin you have a relative who's in a network marketing or MLM. Right? I can't, I can't, I cannot say that without laughing because me personally, many years ago, uh, actually my, one of my first business ventures, did you know this? I, my first business venture was actually in an MLM. Uh, it was actually called six figure income and ironically it's still around today. And, uh, the funny thing about this is, um, I just wanted to make six figures. I was very young. I didn't even have money. I didn't have a credit card at the time to order the material, to order the materials and the products that I needed to sell. So I had to ask my mom to use her card to order these chocolate and vanilla, um, chocolate and vanilla shakes. That's what it was. It was chocolate and vanilla shakes, weight loss shakes. That's what it was. So I literally bought 12 of these things and I went door to door and all that stuff. Anyway, I literally made no money. Um, and actually the business, their company is still around and they sell a whole bunch of things. Uh, good for them. <laughs> but, um, and, and not to down, you know, any network marketing company or anything like that. Uh, I've been in network marketing, uh, for a number of years, uh, from the age of 16 till about the age of 20. Um, it was actually right after I closed my, one of my first real estate deals where I said, you know what, I'm done with this. You know, I was like, okay, I don't need to make that. I remember in one year. Um, I had made about $34,000 with, uh, ah, forget the name of the company, but I made about $34,000 and in like literally two deals uh, of a real estate deal, I made about $18,000. So I was like, okay, forget that. Let me refocus my attention and let's just dive into real estate. And uh, yeah, it was great. But let me tell you something that most people um, have a, a guessing game about, you know, network marketing. It's actually a great industry. It really is. It's too bad that there's too many scammers out there and there is a lot of gray areas about the industry, um, such as, you know, do you recruit people? Do you push product? Whatever it is. Um, but the, the, the structure of it, having, you know, just being responsible for marketing and sales and not have to worry about admin and administration, I think that's a powerful thing. And if it wasn't for network marketing, I'll tell you what, I would not be the presenter that I am today. I would not be able to have that experience. I remember doing countless presentations and I mean countless. I would do like presentations three times a day, every day, six days a week, like consistently. It was part of the plan. And there were so many other companies where I was consistently doing these presentations. So I don't look at that as a bad thing. I think of that as a very positive thing in my life that I had that experience because it only made me better uh, to now speaking on stages all over the world and doing trainings for as short as like three hours to three days, you know, and uh, that's that's the beautiful part about that industry where it actually pushes you out of your comfort zone, which is what I needed many years ago. It's not for everyone, but for me personally, it's what I needed many years ago. Now, today we're talking about uh, marketing marketing and most investors miss the boat on this. And I'm going to tell you 
Um, I'm going to tell you something that my good friend, his name is David Lindahl, and uh, you know he used to be my boss. Uh, many years ago, I used to work for his organization, and he taught me something very, very powerful. After he kind of, I'm going to say tricked me, but he tricked me into coming into his uh, office uh, to do an office tour and actually heard very good things about me from my local real estate investment club. And the trick was he not only invited me to the office tour, he actually wanted to hire me. So he actually made me an offer the same day I was there, and uh, I accepted the offer. I accepted the offer because at the time, I was just doing wholesaling real estate, and I wanted to be in um, apartments. I wanted to be in apartment real estate. So that was that was really cool. It, it, was, it was at the right time because I had done wholesaling real estate for about two years, really successful at it, was closing about five to six deals a month on my own, no virtual assistant, did a whole bunch of you know marketing. So anyway, one of the things I thought, uh, and one of the things I learned and one, one of the things when I got into his office, the first day he told me, um, he said, okay, I remember he sat me down in his office and he said, all right, the first thing I need you to understand and learn about real estate, because there I am thinking about, you know, hey, this is commercial real estate, about apartments, and here I am learning from the master. So here's what he says. He says, the first thing I need you to understand about real estate investing is that you're not in the real estate investing business. And he just stopped. And I was just like, uh, okay, what the heck am I doing here? He said, you're in the marketing business. And I was like, okay. And he's like, you're in the marketing business. Real estate is our product, but marketing is everything. And without marketing, we are not going anywhere. We're not going to make, we're not going to bring in a lead. We're not going to bring in a client. We're not going to make a sale. We're not going to move a property. Nothing happens without marketing. And when he said that to me, I was like, whoa, brainstorm. But I knew he was right. I'll tell you why. Because in wholesaling, I knew about building my cash buyers list. I knew about calling people. Uh, I knew I knew all those things, but and I did them all. But I never, I never connected it to marketing, and especially the way he was about to share with me what marketing was. I remember he handed me two marketing books um, at that time, and one of them was about, um, you know, I forgot the titles of them. One of them was. Um, I think it was you Inc. off the top of my head. Um, another one was about marketing in general. I want to say it was like, man, I wish I could remember the names of these books. Maybe I'll look it up and then uh, try to get back to you about it. But I honestly can't remember off the top of my head. One of them was about marketing. And it wasn't like the best marketing books in the world. I'll be honest with you. It wasn't like, oh, it, top 10 must reads. It wasn't one of those. Um, but I remember one of the most powerful things that I took away from one of those uh, books that I read was that you always are marketing all the time. And if your marketing game is low and it's, if it's not good, then your business is not going to be good. Everything is about marketing now. Oh, okay. I remember one of the books. <laughs> one of them was by Dan Sullivan. No, 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 not Dan Sullivan. That's the guy who came up with strategic coach. Uh, Dan, did I just say Dan Sullivan? There is two Dan Sullivan's. All right, hold on. There's Dan Sullivan from strategic coach. Now, now I'm just confusing myself. No, Dan Sullivan, I got it for you. <laughs> Dan Sullivan is of Strategic Coach. By the way, if you ever heard of Strategic Coach, they're a really good, uh, you know, consulting and uh, business building um, mastermind group. They're really good. But the one he handed me was Dan Kennedy's book, and it was the book about writing. I think it was but the book about writing letters. I believe it was, and he told me to read that book. Um, I can't remember the exact title, but any, listen, I'll tell you what, any book 
or material from Dan Kennedy, I highly recommend. And actually, after he recommended Dan Kennedy to me and I read that book, I studied Dan Kennedy like endlessly. And you know what I realized? I realized that as I studied Dan Kennedy, a lot of the other guys in the industry, a lot of these other expert guru guys, they all studied the marketing of Dan Kennedy. And I was like, whoa, <laughs> this is where they got it from. Yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the marketing that you've probably been exposed to, whether it comes from gurus or speakers and trainers around the world, mostly the guru guys who just sell a bunch of programs, um, those guys learned a lot from Dan Kennedy. Dan Kennedy is the godfather, as I like to say, the godfather of marketing because he really brings it home and brings it in a very simplistic way and a formulated way of doing marketing in your business. It's just so powerful. Um, it left such an impression. I, I'll, I've, I think I've read every piece of material, every book. Uh, I own probably three main courses of uh, training programs from Dan. I've been involved in his coaching program. I've coached with um, um, David, uh, Dave D, uh, at, at, at his office for, for some time. That was uh, that was good uh, on stage on stage performance and sales. That was really good. Uh, anything from uh, GKIC actually. If you go to GKIC.com, great material. Now most of the material in there, by the way, is not always geared just towards real estate business. It's just marketing. So if you have a small business, brick and mortar business, online business, a lot. Let me tell you, you will learn a lot from Dan Kennedy. Okay. Um, it's just, it's absolutely powerful, mind boggling. Okay. And sometimes I actually give Dan Kennedy books out to some clients. I actually do that sometimes because they're so good and they're so powerful that, uh, they're life changing and everything revolves around marketing. Okay. Marketing brings in the sales. So there are four types of marketing I want to talk to you about today. And I have this image, which I'm going to post on the Facebook wall. So you can actually see it and I'll post it somewhere on the, I'll post it on the Facebook wall so you can see um, what I'm referring to uh, in regards to these four, um, these four methods of marketing. Uh, and you're familiar with each and every one of them. And I'm just going to break them down with you right now. So these four areas of marketing and business are broken down into four parts. One is marketing. Second is advertising, three is public relations, and number four is branding. Let's start off with marketing. I want you to imagine you have a man and a woman talking in a conversation, right? They're in a conversation. And the man says, I am a great lover. So just, man, just imagine the guy saying, I am a great lover. And the woman is just like, mm, okay, <laughs> I got you. You just said you are a great lover. That's marketing. He basically stated his message. Now, we shift over to advertising. The man is still talking, and the woman is silently listening, and the man says, I am a great lover. I am a great lover. I am a great lover. That's advertising. The repetitiveness of the message, the marketing message. Number three is public relations. Now, I want you to imagine two women are talking about that man that just said he was a great lover. So you have two women talking and woman A says, trust me, he is a great lover. And that other woman is just, woman B is listening. That is 
public relations. That's where someone else is speaking on behalf of your company, speaking highly of it or giving truth to it, also known as social proof of the message, of the advertising, of the marketing that's coming from, in this case, the man who says he is a great lover. Okay, and lastly, the final one is branding. And this is where the woman is now speaking to that same man who said he's a great lover. And in branding, the woman speaks and the man is silent. And she says, I understand that you're a great lover. You see the difference? Okay, now again, this is going to be so much easier if you jump over to the Facebook page. And uh, I'll actually post this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this the main image inside of the podcast, the podcast episode. So you'll be able to see it there also. And you can also jump over to the Facebook page and see it there. So basically, we have it broken down into four areas, marketing, advertising, public relations, and branding. Marketing is just saying that message. It's getting the message out there saying, hey, I am a great lover. That's the message. We're going to we're gonna get it out there. Now, how, now you know that the, the way people, <laughs> it's, it's funny, you'd be surprised that if you don't repeat your message on an ongoing basis, people won't get it. If you say it one time and expect it's going to stick, good luck. It's probably not going to stick at all. Uh, so you have to repeat that message. That's where advertising comes in. And actually, you know, did you know that in advertising, what matters most is not so much the quality of the ad, it's actually the quantity of the ad. I'm going to say that again. It's not so much the quality, it's the quantity. Now, this has been tested over the years and we have seen some big uh, moments. I'm going to call them moments uh, of, of advertising in play where it was, you know, the quality. For example, the Super Bowl is a good example of not qual quantity. It's actually the quality. So that's actually a big defining difference. But the reason why um, that is defined a little differently is because actually people anticipate those commercials. They to anticipate those adverts. They are actually waiting. Some, some people just watch the Super Bowl just to watch the advertisements, right? So there's a lot, but you won't see those advertisements really ever again. It's almost like a limited edition, right? Limited special one-time only advertisement. Really, that's most of the time what they're used for. So that is like unique and special. It's not, it's not the status. It's not the standard in advertising. Advertising is that message coming back over and over and over again because in advertising and in psychology, we know that it takes multiple times to get that message through. So you have the marketing, you have the advertising. Now here's where public relations come in. Public relations, now most people think PR could be newsworthy, could be um, a company that you're paying to you know, produce the news, uh, that kind of stuff. But this is also social proof. This is also testimonials, speak, people speaking highly on your behalf of your company, good reviews. That's all public relations, referrals public relations, right? People having that experience and then sharing it with others. It's very, it's actually, it's more powerful than marketing and advertising. Did you know that? Public relations is more powerful than marketing and advertising because a company can have that marketing message out there. They can have their advertising pumping it over and over again. But then you have that one person that says, hey, have you tried this product or this service? And they said, well, I've heard about it 
but I never really used it. And I've seen the ads about it, but I never really got to use it. And then your friend or whoever says, you have to try it, it's absolutely amazing. And guess what you do? You go try it, right? So public relations is more powerful than advertising and marketing. But lastly, and my most favorite, is branding. And this is one of the most crucial parts. And again, this is where the woman says to the man, I understand. I understand you're a great lover. That means the woman who was quiet throughout the entire process of marketing and advertising and public relations, she's already coming to the table now. She's coming to, like in this picture, she's coming to the man saying, hey, I already know you. I've heard about you. I've heard your message. I've seen your message repeated multiple times. I've heard about it from a friend or a referral or somewhere, right? So now the person, that prospect is coming to you with a knowing about your brand. And this is the most powerful part of marketing. Now, let me break this down and this goes right into our topic of today, uh, well, not the topic, we were already discussing the topic, but the, the, the highlighted company of today's topic that we're going to talk about, this industry leader, uh, is, goes down to branding. And branding can be found in so many ways. I'll give you just one simple example is logos. If you can think of just a few logos right now with me, Apple Eye products, right? The Apple logo, McDonald's logo, Coca-Cola logo, right? I could go on and on, Adidas, and, and so on and so forth. As soon as I say some of those company names, immediately you remember the logo. That's part of the branding process. The logo is like that image that you remember. It's an image that's stamped in your mind. A logo is that stamp in someone's mind that has built up through the branding process, through the public relations, the advertising, and the marketing. And that stamp is what seals the deal. It's what people remember. That's why people can see a logo and they know the branding and they're like, yeah, I know that company. That's very powerful. Think about what are you doing in your business that you are bringing all those elements out. You're, you're utilizing the marketing, the advertising, the public relations, and the branding. Think about that. Now, I want to introduce you to the company that is that is buzzing. It's, it's creating this industry buzz in the marketplace, in the real estate niche. If you haven't seen it yet, you can definitely go check it out online. And the company is Century 21. Century 21 has done something so powerful that most, I think, other uh, real estate brokerages were kind of just thinking everything was okay. Maybe they thought they were the biggest and the best. Maybe they thought that their... KW or um, maybe they thought their big blimp was going to keep them in business long term. Well, no, that's not the case. Not saying they're going out of business, but you always have to be thinking about the future. You have to be thinking about what's coming in, what's going out, what's happening, what are the trends, and I think Century 21 hit it right dead on with this new branding. Definitely go check it out. You can get over to Google and go type in Century 21 branding, and one of the absolute images that caught my eye, and, uh, and actually, it's kind of interesting because it didn't come up in a news article for me. I actually first saw the branding while I was in Portugal, and I saw one of their signs and their logos, and I said, wait, 
what is that? Why, why is the branding different? I immediately went to Google, checked it out, and I noticed that there was some brand new branding. It absolutely looks sleek. And on the, the real estate, on the cover of RIS Media, there is a black woman with black hair, with um, sunglasses on, and a C21 with like really shimmery, like that gold look um, uh, color on her lipstick. And just a great, just beautiful looking uh, model they got for this uh, uh, th this this image in, in this for this magazine and it goes hand in hand with the you know the, the the branding it's just sexy it's it's new it's sleek it's modern and I I want to say it's millennial it's millennial it's that's what we're looking for even in housing design I want you to you know I've talked about this time and time again that and I'm not a minimalist, okay? I'm not on the bandwagon of I'm a minimalist. And try saying that like five times fast. I'm not on this bandwagon of, hey, sell all your stuff. And, you know, no, you can do whatever you want. However, what I've done personally, if you've been following, uh, you know, my journey or listening to the podcast, I've talked about going digital. I've talked about reducing what you own. I've talked about how I've gone digital my own life of selling all my physical books, selling all my audio CDs. Um, digitalizing all of my papers and notes and home study courses and everything's digital. Not only have I done that, but I've also tried to live with less than 100 items. That's not including clothes, by the way. Okay. Now, some of you, you can do whatever you want. You want to live with less than 100 clothes? You can choose any number you want. For me, I was inspired by a man in Japan. Uh, I saw this YouTube video and uh, a man in Japan who owns less than 150 things. Now, this man, uh, includes everything in his 150 things. He doesn't have a kids or a family or anything like that. He includes all his clothes and all his items in his home. That was a little too extreme for me. So what I decided to do was, hey, I'm going to only live with 100. I only want to own 100 items. And uh, that does not include clothes because I could not do that. And everything else I've turned over. So some people have asked me, well, what about your, uh, your couch or your dining room table? And I said, you know what? I've turned all that over to my family. That's it. It's now my family's possessions. I don't personally own it. And uh, that's, that's what I've done. So... Um, and, and, and there's such a beauty in that. And, and I want to, the reason why I share this with you is because we've seen it now in real estate. And I know there's some newer guys in, in real estate, kind of like my, I'm going to say newer, but newer guys up and coming um, in the real estate space and on YouTube and, and these guys who are doing rehabbing. The, the number one thing I'm seeing in rehabbing right now is breaking down walls opening up rooms, making it more spacious, more simple design. Uh, and that is the future of, you know, of, of real estate in itself. It's more simple design. The best way I can put it to you is if you were to go online right now and look at, um, if you were to look at, you know, California real estate, high-end luxury, let's call it luxury real estate, California real estate. If you were to look at that, and, and just see how simplistic it is. There's not a lot of things going on. There's not a lot of knickknacks, as they call it, everywhere. There's not a lot of uh, clutter, right? And it's kind of interesting because 
throughout the whole entire United States, some of the most hottest real estate investment over the course of like 10 years has been self-storage units, not just because of people relocating because of they have so much shit and they need a place to put all their stuff. I mean, that's it. At the end of the day, that's, that's the reality of it. So what I love about the future of real estate, what I love about the branding, the look and the feel of what Century 21 has done, right, is they've built the brand in the name, right? You don't even see the little house anymore in the Century 21. So you don't even recognize it as real estate. The brand is built there. It, it's known, right? And now it's just got this modern, modern look and feel. And it's more relevant to today's real estate you know, a uh, real estate customer. It's more creative. It's got a, that design. Um, and that, let, let, let me put it this way. Uh, Cara Whitley, she's the chief marketing officer at Sexually Century 21. And she's, she puts it this way. She says, the brand needed to reflect that um, our sales professionals set the bar for what it means to be an extraordinary real estate agent by eliminating the complexity and dated icon, uh, icon, Conography, uh, the new identity provides a clean and clear stage for their personality and unique style to shine through. So you see that unique style, and that's that's truly what's being seen right there in the creativity of the logo. She says she also continues says this is just the beginning. We're committed to making a difference of, for all of our agents and customers, delivering an innovative solutions to help them deliver extraordinary experiences extraordinary experiences to their home buying and selling clients and customers. Now that is very well said. And that's why I want to share that quote with you from the chief marketing officer is because it's an experience. Your marketing has to be an experiential. It can't just be, Hey, here's a product buy this product. That's great. That's fine for low end products, right? We know what we're getting on a low-end product. But when you're talking about high-end sales or purchasing luxury items or something that, like a car, bigger high-ticket price things, there has to be more uniqueness, more creativity, and more sleek and modern design. And Century 21 has separated themselves in the industry very well by creating this very targeted marketing campaign and logo and design to what I believe, what I call the millennials that are going to be buying more real estate than any other generation in history. And it's really exciting um, because they're going to be not only buying more real estate, they're going to be renting more real estate. And uh, it, it's just a great thing to see uh, this happening. The, the point of the moral of this episode today is that Century 21 is, is an example for real estate, but for your business, for your business. You have to think about these four areas of marketing, right? Marketing, advertising, public relations, and branding. You have to really focus on that. And you're the epitome that the, the way you want to be is have that branding out there. So when people see you, they hear your name, they see that stamp, they see that logo. When they see it, bam, they know that this is what I know I'm going to get. This is what I can expect. It's already preconceived. The marketing, it's like done, it's already gone before you and the name speaks for itself. That's where you want to be. 
That's the kind of image and brand you want to build. And that takes time. What I would encourage you, I want to give you some action steps to really uh, look into uh, through this. And, and it's the same advice that I was given many years ago. But like I said earlier, by my mentor, David Lindahl, my mentor and once boss, and today he's my good friend. Um, but it, it, what he told me is marketing. No marketing. Understand marketing. Study marketing. Don't read about marketing. Don't just read a book about it. Study it. Learn it. See what other your competition is doing. Know the different campaigns. Build a swipe file or a swipe folder. Um, what is a swipe folder? A swipe folder is on your computer or on your phone is that you uh, take either snapshot screenshots on your phone and you save these. I, well, this is what I do on, on a phone basis. So I'll break it down for you. So on my phone, I have what I call a swipe album. So if I see a piece of advertising or marketing that I really like, or I could pull an idea from, I screenshot it and I save it into the album called swipe. And uh, then if it's on my computer or iPad, same thing, I will take a screenshot and I'll save it to a folder called swipe. And when I go, when I need some type of an idea or I want to see what competition is doing, or I'm looking for a creative position on a new marketing campaign, I will go to the swipe folder and I will look at other marketing, what other marketing uh, companies have done, uh, excuse me, other marketing campaigns are doing from other companies. And uh, I will pick ideas from that. And sometimes I'll almost carbon copy if I've seen a marketing campaign that's been running for a long period of time, which means they're probably having some good success with it. I'll actually copy ideas or elements from that to incorporate into my business. I'll give you an example. I have a friend. Her name is Sherry Silver. She's actually, uh, I'm so happy for her because um, she, her, one of, she's a choreographer and one of her choreographies just won, I think it was four Grammys. And uh, she also won a VMA award and uh, she's Rwandese. And it's so great because I've, I've, we've been friends for quite some time and I've seen her go from before all the awards <laughs> um, to, to this level of success. And she was just listed in uh, Style Magazine and featured in Style Magazine. And she's just doing some amazing things. And one of the coolest things that she's done with her brand um, and marketing uh, that I've copied from her is the way she does touring around the world, the way she tours uh, and the way she gets her um, message out there, the way she... Uh, provides, you know, these pop-up um, dance choreography lessons and sessions. I actually started following her because of that um, and started getting ideas from her. And so we've gone back and forth about marketing and uh, over, the, over the past few years about how she's branded herself, positioned herself to get to that level. And of course, a lot of hard work. You got to have a good work ethic to make this all stuff happen, to be successful in life and in business. So um, that's just another example that I've learned and added to my swipe file about what someone else has done that's become really successful. You know, at the end of the day, success leaves clues. So follow what other successful people have done in their marketing and in their business, and you will that success will fall on you. As long as you keep applying it and keep testing and trying, uh, marketing is really all about testing and testing and testing it things over and over again to see what pulls the best return rate on that marketing. And apply yourself, make sure you become not just a learner about marketing, but study it and apply it into your real estate business. Thanks so much for joining in today on this episode of the Fearless Millionaire Podcast. If you've gotten one idea, tip, or piece of value out of it, please like or follow, subscribe, or support this podcast. That way we can know what you think about it and uh, get some great feedback from that and to continue to provide you some great uh, training. Go out there and apply something 
uh, that you've learned from this podcast and let us know your results from it. And I'll see you on the next one.